Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. Yay, welcome back. We are coming in hot before carpool. Woo! You know, we thought we gave up carpool when school ended, but then camp season showed up and we're back in carpool. Back in carpool. (laughs) A little bit of backstory about an hour before we pushed record on this. We actually showed up on on time time, to record. Yes, to record a fantastic episode for you guys. Not that it's not going to be fantastic because it will. But the funniest thing about the whole thing is we got so caught up in our own side conversations and <laughs> stupid bullshit and gossip and what you who's it's that we looked up and it's and Shannon goes, oh, my gosh, I got to take my dog to the vet. Which <laughs> And so I was like, all right, I got to take a shower. 30 minutes later, here we are. I, I just know can't. it's crazy. It's we we're like, oh, my God, we've been jetting shooting the shit for 45 minutes. <laughs> 45 minutes. It blew by. It felt like it was five. I I legit thought that we had been talking for like 10 minutes. And then I was like, (laughs) I have to go take my talk to the bed. (laughs) Whoopsie. Oops. But you know, welcome back to the crazies in life podcast. I am your co-host Shannon Kessler alongside Brittany Swan coming hot from Florida. Yeah, it is hot. We're sweating all. We got this going. Sweating all. That's right. Well, we are bringing you our favorite Friday edition of Social Ketchup, where we talk about what's going on in the pop culture headlines. And today we get to do a little recap of the Amanda Heard and Johnny Depp trial. We get to talk about a new trial in the headlines with uh, Brad Pitt and Angel- Angeli- Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Thank I'm like, bleh, 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 bleh. Um, we got the We're MTV talk about a little Awards. bit about the the yeah. Kardashians. The Kardashians. We got some we got some things to cover in the next 30 minutes. So we are gonna get right to it. It's about damn time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's kick it off. Just ease our audience into it. Let's talk about the MTV movie awards because honestly, the fact that it was popping up on my feed kind of made me feel like it was a slow news day. I was like, is it why are we why do we and I say this with love, why do we care? Everyone looked hot. Everyone Mm -hmm. was in neon or sparkles or nothing at all, like nipple tassels. But why the fuck do we care? I I just was, I was like, we haven't cared for 10 years. We really haven't. Am I right? I mean, I remember back in the day, like the video music awards, like that show was like, you made it a point to watch that show or you press record on your VCR to record said show. And then it kind of transitioned into the, um, the movie awards, right? Cause it was like the music right. awards and then you had the movie awards and that was like a real big two. And I remember when Charlie's angels won, I was like, yes, yes! you know, like yes. that was like the passion that we were bringing because we didn't have this inside all access pass to Hollywood at that point. Like we had, we still had to get our gossip at the, you know, at the grocery store with the us yeah. weeklies, like a normal person did not now where everybody has their own, you know, medium and how they consume social content, which, you know, love it or hate it, it's, it is here to stay. But it was really interesting because I too thought the same thing. I'm like, 
I haven't heard about this award show in, I can't even tell you how long. Why the fuck am I hearing about it right now? And why are so many people popping off about it? I still don't know I the answer. Know, I other than the thing. I thought yeah. it was, I legit thought it was canceled. I'm not exaggerating. I was like, and then I had to go back. It never was canceled. No, they still did it everywhere. Every year. Just nobody. Nobody watched cares. it. I don't remember seeing it on my feed. I'm just, I'm just wondering like why now? So, I wonder if it's like, know the reality TV of it all. Like, I mean, you're not getting an Emmy for your flipping a table, you know, like that's not going to happen, but you might get, you know, a coveted little golden popcorn, you know, like that might be your equivalent to like, somebody cares about my trashy reality TV behavior and I'm going to get an award for it. Maybe that's what it is. I really, other than that, maybe the admin of MTV social got a raise and that's how we all got, in on this mess. I'm not really sure. I'm, 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 really I'm at sure a loss for, with, with my friends here. I don't know. Because I do agree with you. Like we live for like the replay of everything. And then it was so replayed that we could like talk the replay through mm-hmm. and like time out or even our own commercial breaks. I mean, I watched so many replays of this shit, which is really just perplexing to me about like, is this the Hail Mary for MTV? Because they haven't had a lot of things going on. And I'm like, Maybe. is the, did, did they pump so many people there? And like, you've got to do this. You've got to post. Because I saw a lot of reality stars there. And I was like, and you know, yeah. they've got a lot of influence right now. They so do. I, I don't know. It's just very, very interesting. I mean, the fact that they got Chrishell to even like post about it. I'm, I'm, I was a little shocked. So not actually, I'm not shocked. because She's, she's pretty thirsty right now, but she, yeah. I mean, that's she's not the one right that now. I would, I'd be like, that kind of checks out yeah. sidebar, but very adjacent to this conversation. I happened to be watching Bravo the other night and it was Andy in the clubhouse, like the, um, mm-hmm. watch what happens live. And the bartenders were Mark and Beth from real world road rules challenge. You remember that? <gasps> Yes, Beth that, from LA. And I think Mark, mine, I don't know if Mark was from Florida or if he was like in the, I don't remember what season he was in, but he was a big character like on, yeah. like throughout that whole series. And there, there's like a reboot. And I was like, girl, what? I don't know. The reboot right on. I get booted back in. They are Hail Mary in the shit. They are they, resurrecting. You, yes. They are. They are trying to make a comeback with our early 2000s reality TV and I don't hate it because I what was like well what are these people up to these days I mean Eric Neese totally remember did. him I loved him back in the day like legit but apparently he's like a, um, a spiritual guru now like he guides you through um ayahuasca journeys oh hmm. I'm like well that actually kind of checks out but also okay didn't see yeah, that coming. guide me <laughs> Don't record me. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> write in your journal. Yeah. <laughs> don't show me. Don't show me. I yeah. don't need to see what was resurrected. Either. But you know what? That checks out. I mean, like, this is amazing. I was like, go MTV. You do you. They're seeing what the people at Bravo are doing. And they're like, come on, VH1. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, yeah. do this. let's do this. <laughs> well, everyone looked amazing. I mean, I don't know who won. I don't really care who won. People got popcorn. But I just wanted to know people's thoughts. Like, was this a thing? Why was it on our feed? It just made me scratch my head. But now that we've gotten down to the brass tacks that I'm so, okay, let's, let's, yeah, let's roll doggies. I think they're trying to do it. I want to say, um, Chriselle won something and that's why we kept seeing, I'm just trying to pop in real quick and see, I'm sure she posted it. She definitely did. She won best reality star and selling sunset took home the biggest best doc reality show award of the night. 
sorry, not biggest. Did I say biggest? The big best docu reality show. So Selling Sunset seemed to have um, racked up, if you will. Okay. Mm-hmm. So should we touch on? It, we should. This? <laughs> this is a perfect segue into something that we both um, kind of went down a little rabbit hole on. So last week, I think it was Christina Quinn um, was on Call Her Daddy. And she did an interview with Alex Cooper and it was pretty interesting. And I watched this and I was like, because mm, I went in being a Christine fan and I was like, okay, you know, I like her. Like, I like her as a villain. I like what she's done with the show. Like she makes it interesting. I mean, you take her out of the show and it's really not that exciting. Like she does bring the drama. She understands the assignment of like how to be a reality TV star. I get all that. But she goes on the show or she goes in this interview and she is like, I was casted to be the villain. They brought me in and that was my job. Okay, cool. So she she lays that out. Then she goes in about how much um, the guy who produced the show, which is the same guy who produced The Hills and Laguna Beach. I'm blanking on his name, but DeVille, maybe. Does that sound right? Adam DeVille? You want to? Yeah, that's right. That's it. Okay. Um, how he was like a huge slime bag and he's not allowed to be on set with any of the females because there's been so many accusations about sexual harassment and she's got receipts and blah, blah, blah. And then she goes into how like, unfair she she doesn't like when people come at her with like you know you're setting this up or you're too you're too much of a villain and she's like don't pick me apart as a person but also she says it's just a character that she plays but she's also like be who you are i wish i had a role model like myself when i was younger so i could look up somebody like me it was a weird interview like the whole time scratching my head and i'm like She's talking out of both sides of her mouth, and I'm not really sure which one I believe. Like, did she is she just signing on to be the villain because that she can't get out of it now and that's who she is? So she's kind of typecast, or is she really hurt that people are upset that they don't like her? Like, I, I couldn't yeah. really spin or figure out how she was trying to spin this, but I, I, I came out, out of that being like, I'm definitely not a fan. Like, that was if I was going into like, you know, reinvigorate my fandom. It didn't work. It really pulled the plug on me for her. And I was like, I'm out. Like it just like her stories didn't line up. And then it just felt like a real weird conversation at a cocktail party that you're like, there's too many strings and webs attached to this. I don't even know which one I want to try to ask questions on because none of this is making sense. I just felt like at any time, any thread that we pulled at, everything would unravel. So from the beginning, from her inflections in her voice or inflections mm-hmm. in her voice and then and then it moved into her childhood which really made me scratch my head because honestly I do believe that some parts are true but I do believe that she was lying about a lot of it I just don't I know which lies are lies and that made me very uncomfortable because it's just a way that she pos- I, I I wasn't watching it you actually watched it but I as I'm hearing it I'm like that's not true that yeah. can't be true I do believe that she probably she didn't finish her education. I don't know what, what which grade she said eighth grade. I kind of don't believe that. Um, I also don't quite believe that her mom was so ill. I don't believe that. Um, I don't believe. I think that some parts are tr- there's truth to it, but to the magnitude. I think that. And so this is what she says. She keeps saying over and over that she's a character. Everything's calculated. Everything's well thought out. Like I'm not how I'm not how you seem. And then I'm like, so which one are we getting right now? 
Right. Because she's basically saying she has two different faces. So mm-hmm. it's like, and she shows kind of both of them on the same show. So in the beginning, she's showing this like more like meek and accept me for who I am. And I'm just a person too. And I've had troubles and you can relate to me to where you can't fucking relate to me because I'm a character. I do all this. I do that. I've got money. You can't afford my, lo- my lawyers. I know I'm going to get sued, but I'm going to spill the tea. Yeah. But which is it? Which is it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a, just a bizarre interview. We'll link it so you guys can, if you haven't already and you're interested and you're like, what are these guys talking about? Like, this is where it's at. But, uh, you know, let us know what you think. If you heard this and you're like, yeah, I don't get her either. Or no, this is where she's coming from. We're happy to see both sides of the coin. But, you know, yeah. let us know what you think. I'm just not a huge. I And it's not that we don't know that reality shows are choreographed in some kind of way i mean she did expose a lot of it she's like oh all of a sudden like there's a camera crew and i have great makeup and she's like i she's like come on guys like let's let's just call it out like i always have the keys to every house that i go to like that which that everything's a lot of things are staged Mm -hmm. there's storyboards and i and i've always and we, we can believe that yeah but um but for the most part she definitely left me with a sour taste in my mouth about this whole situation so yeah me too telling sunset still will watch Mm-hmm. but with mm-hmm. a different eye but and with hopefully different, different characters <laughs> yeah and different characters yes and another uh, reality show that we kind of dove into this week i uh had a little bit of downtime while the kids were at camp this week and decided to dive on in to the kardashians on hulu and i wasn't disappointed i will say i think? enjoyed how they filmed it i thought that was really neat and i don't remember like I watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians back in the day. Now, I wasn't an avid follower, but like in the beginning, I was like, okay, this is interesting. Um, I fell off the the bandwagon on that like pretty quick, but getting back on this, on how they're doing it now, like I thought how they're shooting it is really interesting. Um, there were a couple things in the first episode that made me like, I'm not a Kim stan by any means, but like I do think she's she brings some interesting things to the table. And, you know, I, I always applaud someone who can see an opportunity and go after it and take it for what it's worth. But I felt like she was trying a little too hard to be relatable to like when she said, I cleaned out my playroom and that shit makes me horny. And she's like, I know all the moms out there can understand and relate to having a clean playroom. I was like, are you insinuating that all of us have playrooms to be that excited about? I was like, mm. and also like, yeah, like cleaning up is exciting, but you know what really gets me turned on when my husband fucking cleans, like that's the kind of shit that I'm like me cleaning something up doesn't excite me. doesn't turn me on watching my husband do it. However, I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So I was like, ah. I mean, I'm like, yeah, she, I think that she definitely wanted to create a different kind of persona through this Kardashian show. I think that you can see it across the board. Yeah. I see it from Kendall to Kylie to mm-hmm. all of them. Yeah. I think Chloe is the only one who's really staying her, her keeping up self. Uh, yeah. She's pretty much that she doesn't really waver though. Like she's kind of like the same. And, yeah. And I, I really do believe that. Of course, Courtney is kind of cringe because it's this is a little bit too much Travis Barker making out and I I love them as a couple I really do I, I do think too. it's amazing I want people to fall in love honestly it makes me highly uncomfortable I'm like so oh God, happy so I'm not in the room with them like I'm like oh I've God. never wanted to not be in a room so much right as when I'm in a like these two are together I'm like I'm so glad when like, they were taking that house tour and then they just like sidebar onto the patio furniture and start making out and the real estate agent has to legit walk away. And like, they address that on camera. I was like, guys, get it together. Like, come 
on. It's almost like, did you ever date a guy that was so like needy and clingy and all he wanted to do is just like touch you or like pull at your waist or have you sit on his lap? Like that kind of shit was the most immediate turnoff for me. I was like, oh, absolutely not. I was like, oh, no, red flag. Gotta go. (laughs) If you are that clingy, I am not attracted to that. Like that's that's enough. Well, here's the thing. Like, I think that I'm, I'm cuter, like far away. So like, I think that <laughs> the closer I get, I'm like, oh my gosh, you can see the bags. I'm like, listen, like I look better from over there next to the fence. Like admire me from over there. Like right. the closer I get, I get like, do I have a booger in my nose? Does my breath stink? Like the, like, I'm sure all those things are fine, but I get really hyper concerned about it. I'm like, right, I you're like too much. Mm-hmm. Do I smell bad? Like, you know, For sure. There's food in my food catcher. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so I'm always like, let me pivot. Like, let me, which side mm-hmm. am I on? Like, I have a good side. I would think about all these things if someone was like up in my face all the time. So I yeah. would, I totally agree with you. I look better from afar. And I kind of think it's like, it's hotter when you are in the same place with your spouse or your partner and you can't touch each other. And then when you get in a place where you can, you're like, yeah, but like, we're just doing it out in the open like that. Just a little, little. By the way, that is so you and Dan, by the way, act like nobody fucking knows. And you're like, oh my God, it's so like, what do you think we are at eighth grade? Like, I know, right? I'm like, "Mm -hmm." it's like, it's like a secret they've been trying to hide for like the last 10 years. Like, spoiler alert, you have two kids. We understand. Oh, we all kind of (laughs) obvious. I mean, seriously. Uh, But I do agree with you. Like, it is, it was super cringe. And I am like, eh. But I like the relationship and I like seeing it unfold and like going through like what their current, issues are and mm-hmm. um I, I I'm not gonna talk about all of it with you because you haven't watched all of it yes. but they get super good and uh and there are even more cringeworthy things and it's <laughs> but one thing I have really liked and I'm gonna go back to the Kylie thing you do see a happier Kylie I'm I'm not a big Kylie fan to be honest and I'm especially with the Travis Scott situation so I but you do see her like more like vibrant and happier and kind of showing like her herself on this. So I have enjoyed that. And I'm just more, I like more Kylie this, the, this time. The, the part that won me over for her, I was like, yes, she's driving in her like custom Bentley. And then they get off on the highway to go to in and out burger. And she's like, where are my snacks? And Kendall's like, we're in line to get you a hamburger and fries. And she's like, I need my snacks right now. I'm nauseous. <laughs> she just goes and she gets like a bag of snacks and starts and opening snacks. Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's a Rolls Royce. Um, it starts eating her snacks while she is ordering her lunch or like her snack, whatever she's ordering from in and out And I was like, fuck yes. Like <laughs> that's the kind of shit I want to see. I was also really impressed with you you get a lot more access, I think, inside the homes this time around. Um right. And like inside the Kylie and Skims warehouse, like, are they all in the same warehouse? Are they all in the same? Like, is Good American and Skims and Kylie Cosmetics all in the same warehouse? It kind of. All I know is that Chris works out of the Kylie's office, but I don't know if they're all together. Okay. I don't think the Good American because Good American, she owns with a a few of the, like, I think two other people. I'm just curious if they have like warehouse space and that's like the office is also there. But I mean, you know. Again, I was up to I'll Chris. Look. She knows everything's under one roof. Like, well, that's what I said. I mean, I mean, it'd be a beautiful, smart business decision to keep everything under one house. So you're paying, you know, like they own the building, I'm sure. But like, who are they smart? And their, and their numbers keep on going up on these episodes. Like it is a high success, oh, okay. especially is for it? Hulu. Okay. Yeah, it's a big, big, big success. So I'm, I'm kind that's of amazed awesome. by it. And uh, keep watching, folks, because I, 
I think we should do a full season wrap up on social okay. catch up just because it is. I think that to me, I think that breaking the fourth wall so many times for mm-hmm. the, for me has really been such a smart play because it makes you feel like, oh, okay, you're a part of the show almost. Like I feel like I'm like a Kardashian while watching it sometimes. So I'm like, oh, you're here. you here? Like, you know okay. I'm here? Great. Like yeah, it's like we were we're supposed to be there. It's mm-hmm. it's really it's really cool. Like sometimes yeah. you're like. She's like, well, I'm filming, you know, yeah. like, like yeah, it's reality, there's cameras yeah. everywhere. You're like, oh, okay, thank you. It's just, <laughs> I think they did it really smart. I think they had a great storyboard, whoever, and you know, yeah. after doing it for 20 years, they should have it down and they, yeah, yeah. they keep surprising us. So I love it. Oh, I love it. Well, something I don't think I was surprised to hear, uh, last week, but we got the verdict on the Amber Heard Johnny Depp case. And I was not surprised to hear that Johnny Depp won his defamation case against Amber Heard. Um, and I think she has to pay him $15 million. And I think he's has to pay her $2 million for the countersuit or something right. of, of those numbers. Um, so it was obviously, I think it was the verdict her around the world because this had global eyes on this for six weeks. And depending on whose side you were on or who you got your content from, I think really kind of opened up a lot of lenses or eyes to see like, wow, okay, you can really spin a lot of like one story so many ways, but you can, you, the truth can get lost very quickly, depending on who is telling you, you know, who you're consuming your information from. So, um, I know that we were adamant about following house and habit who was, you know, doesn't have anything to gain from this other than just bringing out the truth that was coming to her. I mean, people were coming allies from, you know, both sides, um, people from both sides of the, the aisle on this were, feeding her information being like, this is what happened. And this is what happened. And don't believe this, this person. And and like, so there was like a line of credit between each person that came into her DMS and would, you know, share their information. Um, but it was just really interesting to see, you know, we said this before last week, like it was, it's really important to believe victims of domestic violence and that they're not always going to be women. There's going to be men on the, you know, on both sides of that, but like, how do you define truth and like, where do you start looking for the truth when you're starting to do this? And I think the important thing to remember here is that Amber Heard tried to hide behind the Me Too movement to manipulate and destruct a man's career. And like, that's the opposite of what we're trying to gain as women when we are coming forward with something that we have to say. So it's like, don't let those few bad apples ruin it for the rest of us who are like that. Well, okay. Well, she doesn't represent what the rest of us are trying to say when we've had things that, you know, have happened against us by the hands of someone else, but just, you know, take a minute to do your research and find out like, Oh, okay. Is this a trusted source that I want to believe this? Or is this something that I'm like, this doesn't feel right. This is fishy. Let me keep looking for it. Mm-hmm. Well, like this is something when people are like, well, you know, we need to still believe these victims. I, I-, I want to point out to you, everyone did believe Amber. That's why Johnny Depp lost a huge role with as being Jack Sparrow. So like when I just want to point that out to you, like to like, actually I had to remind myself too. I'm like, well, honestly, like everyone did believe her. It was Johnny that was like, no, this is wrong. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about Johnny Depp at this time? Honestly, I I mean, I don't think that he's coming out smelling like roses here. I do think that he is the things I think that are true. I think he's still very troubled. I think that he does have a, some a substance abuse problem and that I don't think that he is looking great right now, but I don't think that 
really disturbing text messages should mean you're guilty, even though I those are very graphic and disturbing mm-hmm. text messages. It doesn't mean that you were guilty. And, and she went into this case thinking that she had a mountain mountains of evidence. Yeah. And they couldn't find anything. And what they ended up finding was a lot of things on her end. So I was going to say what they ended up found was the truth. Like they ended up finding what she concocted based upon, you know, these little morsels that she kept thinking like, oh, I'm going to stack my case. And they're like, but you, you had to like manipulate this so that it looked like you were telling the truth. In all honesty, the truth came out based upon the facts that you showed. So it was, you know, I mean, I definitely agree with you. Like the, uh, you know, he's definitely not, I don't think an innocent party by any means of, you know, when I say innocent party, like free of not having uh, behavior that you shouldn't have with another human being like that. I mean, that's, you know, not saying that. And, you know, I do think substance abuse is, it's going, I mean, you know, unless you get help with your addiction, like it's going to, it's going to plague you and, you know, it's going to be something you have to continue to fight or feed whichever way you want to go with that. Um, but you can't hide behind that either. That's not an excuse for behavior just because you have an addiction problem. And I think that she basically manipulated the, the substance abuse and she knew, she knew what to go for. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I do think it was a, a good win for him because he was, he was going to go down swinging. He's mm-hmm. like, I, you know, he, I don't think that he really cared how much money he spent at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, he has a ton of money anyways, but I think I read something like he sold a bunch of houses or something like that. And he had gone into some, I guess, of his reserves. Well, must yeah. be nice to have that. But, uh, but good, you know, I mean, I, I think he was willing to do whatever he had to do to prove yeah, his innocence. to clear his name, which is what he wanted. He wanted to clear his name. And I think not just for him and his career, but he wanted to do that for his kids as well. And I think you could, that was very evident when you were watching how his lawyers and his legal team were even, you know, um, connecting with him and how they were, you know, just even socializing and interacting with Johnny versus like, I think they knew, like they trusted their client, right? Like they knew that he was telling the truth and like, they knew the kind of person that he is and like that, that you felt that warmth within their legal team. Whereas when you looked at Amber Heard's legal team, you're like, this is a clown show. Like what the fuck? And not like, I don't even yeah. think their legal team necessarily believed what she was trying to sell. Well, they were digging for gold that wasn't there too. So any morsel, they were like, well, maybe we'll find something else. Yeah. They were just really seriously hoping that the other side messed up, which they didn't Mm -hmm. because there was really nothing to kind of mess up. I mean, like Johnny went in kind of like what we were saying offline. Like you got to just be okay. Like call it for what it is. Like call yourself out, you know, and that's what he did. He called himself out. So that, that was taken off the table. So they had nothing. They had nothing. And and so he was really willing to damage his reputation to like, save part of it yeah so that's I mean it's it it, this will go down for a long time as one of the I mean this I cannot wait for the documentary to be released because there's so much like we don't know I mean Mm -hmm. in in all pieces together because I didn't sit down and watch the whole trial I I didn't watch but the things I did catch I was like well that's fucked up Mm -hmm. you know so I I can't wait to hear I can't wait for somebody fam- fabulous to do this. And oh, I know so I it's going to watch great. it, and consume <laughs> it all in one piece. Okay. Um, and then one final story before we wrap up, I know this is a quickie today, but we've got one more interesting piece of celebrity lawsuits that are going to be coming up in the news in the, uh, here soon. We have Brad Pitt 
suing Angelina Jolie because they own a winery together in the South of France. And she has sold her stake in the company to a third party, which she's not supposed to be able to do without his permission to do it. And I think the company, if I, if I'm remembering this correctly, is also the company that the investment company that she's selling to is owned by a Russian billionaire who is part of the Stoli franchise, like that Ooh. family. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, this is going to be real interesting. So um, I think that's going to unfold. We're going to start seeing some, a new celebrity case that we're going to all have to take out for jury duty once again from our oh, daily lives. Wow. I have been waiting Mm-hmm. Bated breath for this one. Like I, I or not this case, but like yeah, them to come. Those two, yeah, those two. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Because I have a feeling everything's gonna come out. We are just gonna be like page turning once again. You know, you know, there's some dark secrets in there. And oh, sure, yeah. Now, if this is not the kind of case that maybe all of it will be aired out, but some shit's gonna come out. Yeah. Do you think Jennifer Aniston's gonna be sitting back with a glass of wine and popcorn, being like, "Let's go." <laughs> a little bit like there has to be like a part of her that's like yeah mm-hmm. yeah I mean like, we all knew that Angelina Jolie was batshit crazy I mean I'm not, I'm not saying that Brad Pitt I mean there's been some heavy accusations mm-hmm. made by yes. Angelina Jolie for Brad Pitt so all I'm saying that's gonna be a good one cannot wait I'm sure that's what is it July 19th is set to go oh I don't know the the specific dates but I I just know the teasers are coming and I'm like it's court TV just like, fuck, yes, we're the new Netflix. <laughs> Holy shit. I want to see who owns all the them. ratings. Oh, my God. Right. I wonder who owns court TV, because I will tell you, you better buy stock in them. Get to start. You know Brittany's got a phone out now. She's like, hold on. Let me check. <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Let me check who owns it, because that's a smart. Yeah, that's going right to go. It is awesome. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. This has been so much fun. We appreciate your support. We love you so much. And if you want to share this pod with a friend, please feel free to do so. Also feel free to follow us on Instas and the TikToks and that's the stuff. Just the the two. We're really only active on Insta, but we try to commit to TikTok every now and then. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get back. We'll get there. (laughs) But uh, but in the meantime, yes, yeah, share with a friend, like, um, follow, keep listening in, rate and review us, all the things, because all those little dupe dupes help us out. We do. See you next time. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.